Welcome to the Magic Potion Podcast, where a sprinkle and a dash can enhance your class. Listen to learn about tools, techniques, and stories from educators on ways to improve your lessons, create a positive culture, and much more. I'm your host, Kevin Reinemann, and now it's time to make it happen. Hello and welcome to episode 38 of Magic Potion EDU podcast. I'm here with my special guest, Jake Miller. Jake, could you introduce yourself and uh, let the audience know who you are and what your background in education is, please? Yeah, so I'm a fellow Ohioan like you, Kevin, here. We're here at OETC here in in the great state of Ohio here in the capital, and I am from the Northeast Ohio area. I am at Jake Miller Tech online on most sites or jakemiller.net. And I'm a tech integration coach, which is why I started the podcast Educational Duct Tape to help people, like to coach the people that I can't be there with, right? So I, I coach them through the podcast, kind of kind of like you're doing. And I just sat in on Jake's session on, oddly Ed- enough, Educational, educational duct, duct Tape. tape. Yeah. And, you know, you hear duct tape and it's just kind of like, well, what is he talking about there? Right. But during your presentation, you really, you know, showed what it is. Like, it's not just a catchphrase or something mm-hmm. like that it's using tech to i believe you said solve a problem or achieve a goal yeah solve a problem meet a goal address a learning standard yeah so seeing the technology as a tool so like just like duct tape like you don't wake up planning on using duct tape but yet for some reason we wake up planning on using flipgrid and my, mm-hmm. my thought is kind of the other way around uh we use duct tape to solve a problem when something's broken at home or something like that so we should also use flipgrid or whatever tool it might be in the same kind of way where we identify what we're trying to get our learners to do. Are we trying to formatively assess them? Are we trying to hear their perspective on something? Are we trying to get them to share their thinking with each other? And then we use the Flipgrid or whatever that technology tool might be. So we see it as a tool like duct tape or a hammer or a screwdriver. So that's kind of the idea behind it. It's backwards design, really. Yes, exactly. You're reverse engineering your lesson, picking your tools based off of what the goal is. Where are we trying to get to? Yeah, yeah. And that's awesome. now, the big thing you're known for is the edu-gifs, right. or I guess edu-gifs. So <laughs> what said, is it I for I said you? right, but I meant wrong. It's, 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 it's an edu-gif for me. It's a hard G. I know the creator says it with a soft G, but I just it doesn't <laughs> sound right to me, man. <laughs> it's G for graphics. No, it's G for peanut butter. <laughs> G for peanut butter, right, yeah. <laughs> oh, so uh, let's say somebody's coming to OETC for the first time right. or any major conference. Mm-hmm. Um, you've been to conferences. Mm-hmm probably all over the place, I'm sure. Uh, what advice do you have for a first-timer coming to a conference? You know, actually, like, I didn't know, I didn't know this when I first started going to conferences. I would go through the agenda just like like cold, like I just open up the agenda and start looking through what the sessions are and seeing names that, that are, sound exciting to me, like, ooh, I want to learn about Google Drawings or ooh, mm-hmm. I want to learn about Adobe Spark and going to those sessions and there's nothing wrong with those sessions but what I wish I was doing was taking a step before that to say what do I want to get out of this and it's that same oh, the same yeah, reverse same engineering principle. same idea of like I, like what are the things that I'm trying to make happen in my school or in my classroom or for my students and if you're a tech coach it might be like oh these are the tech tools I haven't learned about yet but if you're a classroom teacher or some other kind of district leader you've got to think first like what are the things like am I trying to get more student voice or am I trying to assess my kids or am I trying to start giving them choices or am I having problems managing blended learning or a one-to-one program and then you look at all the sessions that are available with that lens you know yeah that's that's a really good way to put it right otherwise you might go to a really fantastic session and learn about something that you're never going to learn or never going to use never going to use yeah. Yeah. yeah so you can go in and learn about Adobe Spark and if you're never going to use Adobe Spark then you just wasted 45 minutes yeah. so it's a great tool and you might have thought it was a great presentation but you need to start first by thinking what am I trying to achieve in my room 
And now you're taking me back a little bit because I did the exact same thing you just said right. not to do. Because I was going through the list going, <laughs> I mean, number one thing I look for is the presenters, the presenters I've heard are. of. Oh, yeah, exactly. And as I go around to these, I, I've heard names. I'm like, yeah. oh, I haven't had the chance to hear this person right. speak before. So I'll usually go to those. But this year I definitely tried to look for, you know, since I'm back in the classroom, mm-hmm. I was hoping to find stuff. Like there's quite a few sessions on UDL and mm-hmm. badging, kind of stuff that I've been interested in learning right. more about. So that's kind of what I'm gearing towards. Um, and actually my boss said, hey, while you're down there, see if you can find anything for collecting online payments. Okay. Couldn't find a single vendor in the vendor hall that does that. Right. <laughs> so if any listeners out there know of any, uh, okay. How can let I do me that? know. Let me know that. <laughs> Um, but yeah, but you, so you were doing that same thing where you were identifying, like, I'm interested in getting more UDL in my classroom. My administrator is interested in getting this kind of tech tool. And now when I look at the schedule, I could prioritize things that meet those goals. And yeah, totally. Like if, like if Eric Kurtz is presenting or, or if you're presenting or we just talked to Christine Danhoff, if one of you guys are presenting and you're, you're available in that session they're talking about, you know, checks those boxes for you. You're like, yeah, I'm going to go to that one, right, yeah. for sure. And, I mean, it seems like every conference I go to, Eric Kurtz is Eric there. Kurtz is there. Right? And he's got a session during every time <laughs> slot. Lot. I don't know how the yeah, guy does exactly. it. I don't know either. <laughs> so do you have any more sessions while we're down here? Nope, all done. This, was, all this done. is my third and final. I'm all Ooh. done with, FET, or with uh, OETC here. Wow. I have one more tomorrow morning. Uh, looking forward to that. Maximize class, uh, tools to save time in the classroom. Maxify, ma- I give up. You've got to figure it out by tomorrow, though. <laughs> oh, man. Tools to save time in the classroom, maximizing efficiency during downtime. Nice. And there's a whole lot of syllables in right, there. Right, there is. But honestly, that session is, after coming out of your session mm-hmm. on educational duct tape and how we need to find the problem and then get the tool to solve that right. problem, that kind of gives me a different spin going into my session tomorrow because mm. mine's a take a fire hose and shoot a whole bunch of stuff at the right. wall and see what sticks. And right. then maybe when you come in my session, there's something that fits for you. Right. So um, I think the problem, the problem used to be with those sessions is when you would do one of those tool-based sessions, if the person hasn't identified why something would potentially stick with them, then, no, then potentially nothing sticks. But yeah. like you're saying, if, they, if they're thinking about what they need and you say these are 50 fantastic tools, they can go like, oh, these are the five that check a yeah. box for me or whatever, and these 45 I'm going to ignore for now. Or, But we also talked about, and we talked about in the session today with educational duct tape, sometimes it's just about being aware of what the tool does. Like like if you say tomorrow you mentioned Tinkercad, like I know you presented Tinkercad yesterday, and the teacher hears you say it, and they're like, you know, I don't need any 3D design in my class, but then, now they know what that tool does. Yeah. So next year, if they're studying the Roman aqueducts and they want to figure out a way to represent that, they're like, Tinkercad. Like, I there learned about go. that from that guy last year. So you, 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 know, you start to become aware of those different things. So it's kind of two pieces. It's becoming aware of all of them and you know, thinking about what, you, what it is you're trying to do when you're hearing about them, you know. And another thing you mentioned in your session that kind of really stuck out to me is there's, there's always one, more than one solution. Right. There's, uh, as I'm teaching my kids in class, um, you know, if we're doing something on Google Sheets and they need to do data validation, right. well, you can highlight the cells, you can go up to the menu and click from there, or you can right-click and get to that. Yeah. So um, what's yeah. your examples with that? Well, I think so, so it's funny that you bring up Google Sheets because of that, that's a tool where there, there are tons of ways to do different things. Like when I'm, when I'm collecting data, we, I have a couple different friends who are also into Google Sheets like I am, and then people will come to us with questions. And if it's a group message, they might say, hey, I need to do this in Google Sheets. How could I do it? And I might say, oh, you'll use the AND formula, the AND operator. And the other person will say, oh, I would actually use the concatenate formula for that. Oh, concatenate. Right. That's a fun one to that's say. That's a fun one to say. <laughs> and they 
do the same thing, slightly different ways of doing it, but we're both like, okay, like if that's the way you want to do it, that's fine. But then sometimes with, especially like if, you're, if you're in a tech leadership role, sometimes we get a little too over anxious to say this is the right way to do it. And it's like a bigger thing. Like if, like if I ask a bunch of teachers, like how am I gonna empower student voice? Most of them are gonna say Flipgrid. But if somebody else says, Class Kick or Go Formative or blogs or Blogger or Google Sites or whatever they might say, like they're not wrong. No. That's just that's just the tool that works best for them, and it, it, that that benefits students actually. Like if if every teacher is doing things that work best for them and they're setting with their content with their students, and then therefore students are seeing. Flipgrid in one class and Google Sites in the other class. That's great for those kids because they're getting exposed to more things. You know, they'll they'll become more like ambidextrous in what technologies they could use in their futures because they because of all exposure you're giving them. And I think that's one thing that some schools get stuck with is, oh, we're MacBooks and right. that's what we're going to do. Well, that's what that, no no we can't do anything with Chrome mm-hmm. or vice versa. We're going to go with Chromebooks. We don't need to learn anything. We pause here for a moment as somebody had stopped by during our interview to ask Jake some questions. Oh, that's the fun part of going to conferences as well, <laughs> is getting to meet new people. And that's that's kind of something that I, you know, I think when I was on my way down here this morning, yeah. I was listening to the your episode you just had with uh, Manny Curiel. Yeah. He was talking about being shy and being afraid to right, walk yeah. up and say hi. And here we go. We had somebody right. that, that took that step. Yeah, yeah. And the first time I met Manny was at a, was at a conference too. And like, that's like, like one of your, your parts of that, that mag, that your magic acronym is that getting out there part, yeah. which, right? Which you and I know each other already from on Twitter, right? Yes. And now we said, hey, I'm going to be at OETC. Let's make sure we hang out. And then I was just saying, like, we just ran into Christine Danhoff upstairs. And Christine, I've respected her work for years, but I've never met her. And I said, hey, really? Christine, you're going to be at OETC. Let's make sure we meet up. And so, so there we we were meeting up or Manny who was on the podcast like Manny reached out to me via Twitter a year ago and then it happened that we were both going to be at ISTE so we hung out at ISTE and I ended up going down to his school district in Texas to, to present and it's that like just getting out there right it might it might be little things just changing what you do in your classroom or it might just be like new friendships and stuff yeah. like that too I mean start with start with getting on Twitter you have that little bit of wall of right. anonymity right if I said that right right um but it allows you to at least see what other people right. are doing and, and spread your wings, so to say. Yeah. Uh, even if you're just lurking, you at least yeah. get to see what other people yeah. are talking about. I think the best thing to do with getting on Twitter is to just start by following a few people, like even just 10. Like if you follow 10 people that are good curators yeah. and they're sharing you know, five to 10 good things a day, and then maybe you're like, oh, Jake shared this thing from Kevin. I'm going to go share Kevin and now you're, or go follow Kevin, and now you're following 11 people, and you just yeah. keep keep growing it out there. Don't start off by sharing two, following 200 people because you're just going to overwhelm yourself. You know? Yeah, and then you'll get things lost and in right. confusion. Right. Things won't be organized. And as you build a network, like, right. like you just And then you get more comfortable there, with the tool. Yeah, yeah and you, you see things that you're interested in, right. and then that's driving your direction towards other people that are talking right. about the same type of thing and just helps you out and, and right. grow and be a better educator. And then turn around and come to conferences like this. Yeah, exactly. And then you tweet yeah. with the hashtag. You see who's tweeting from the hashtag, and then you can be like, wait, you're here too? I'm going to go see you present. Right. Let's go. Hallway. Let's yeah. make this happen. Yep. So um, my next my next question for you mm-hmm. is a little bit of time travel. Okay. So get in your DeLorean <laughs> with your flux capacitor and your 1.21 gigawatts. Okay. And travel back to when Jake Miller was in college getting ready to uh, graduate and going into the classroom for the first time. Okay. What advice would you give yourself? Uh, put the beer down, Jake. Calm down with the <laughs> beer down. <laughs> no, I, I think m- one of the mistakes I made when I was in college as a pre-service teacher is I thought 
that because I like I felt like you know how, how some people are just naturals working with kids yeah. and feel comfortable talking in front of a group. I thought that's all I needed to be a teacher, right? I thought because because I was comfortable with kids, um, because I had a sense of humor that related to kids, and because I thought I was comfortable standing up in front of a group that I was going to be just fine. And my first year once I was graduated and was employed was a hot mess. It was a disaster of a school year. Like, I wish I could erase that from my memory. I mean, actually, I don't. I, I, I'm glad I have it because I learned lessons from it. But I wish I could tell college Jake, like, like, t- like take it all in. Like, like keep learning, keep growing. Yeah. Like, identify the, the gaps in your practice, you know, and keep growing from it. Because then I just, I just thought, I thought there was, like, I, I guess it, I guess what I thought it was was that I didn't realize that it was continual growth that you had to keep going, right? I thought okay. that like you you mastered teaching and then you were ready to go do it, and there was no more growth required of you. And now I realize like there's always growth. You know, we're always learning new things to do, right? But don't don't be intimidated by it. Just keep just keep swimming, right? Nemo says, right? Or Dory say it? Who says it? Nemo or Dory? I think Dory. Says Dory it. says Dory just says keep says swimming, it. but then she forgets swimming. it. Yeah, and then she's like, who was that? <laughs> who was that? Uh, who are you? <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's uh, some, I'm seeing some common things in the in two days we've been here at OETC. Mm-hmm. Uh, I see you're wearing the wristband for ERO. Yeah. Uh, we just had um, at the featured speaker, yep. there was a representative from Focus 3 talking right. there. Kelly Croy talked about it mm-hmm. in his session shortly after that. So there's a lot of growth mindset stuff going right. on here as well as um, culture building. Right. And that seems to be the, the major themes, even though that wasn't what was listed. Right. On, that's all on, on the brochure, the right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, well, thank you so much for being on the show today. I really appreciate it. And I hope my audience members do as well as I'm looking at my phone as if somebody's there Are they there? Are they looking me. back? Are they in there? <laughs> oh, no. Uh, but if they would like to get in touch with you, what is the best way for my audience to reach out to you? So I am at Jake Miller Tech on most social media, or my website is jakemiller.net jakemiller.net all right audience you heard it from the man now let's go out there and make it happen thank you for listening to the magic potion podcast this podcast was created using anchor fm please subscribe and leave comments with your thoughts and ideas from the classroom until next time get out there and make it happen